0: Hey Mila falta. welcome to the Letter from Ireland show, where we travel in the footsteps of your Irish ancestors, visiting their homelands and telling their stories as they put down roots in so many places around the world. Thanks for listening to the show. To support the podcast and letter, get lots of member-only features and follow Mike and Karina behind the scenes, go to a letter from Ireland.com forward slash plus. That's a letter from Ireland.com forward slash plus. Now let's get on with the show.
1: Hello, everybody. This is Mike Collins, and you're very welcome to the Letter from Ireland show. Today's episode is called Two Royal Families of Ireland O'Neill and O'Connor. Now, I guess there are two surnames that you would have heard of in the past, certainly associated with Ireland, and maybe indeed you actually have these surnames in your own Irish family tree – Now, the O'Connors, for example, that's a surname that you will find all around Ireland in various disconnected parts, actually. In other words, the families are mostly unconnected with each other, as it's based on the first name Connor, as you might actually guess, which is a very prominent first name in Ireland back in early medieval times, uh, at the very least. Now, the thing is, the O'Connors of Connacht, however, provided us with the Kings of Connacht and also the last High Kings of Ireland back there in the 11th and the 1200s. I'm talking about Taralach and his son, Rory O'Connor, both buried up there in Clonmacnoise in County Offaly. So that's the O'Connors, and that's one name we're going to focus on today. The other surname we're going to focus on is O'Neill. Now, O'Neill is one of those names, again, that's very, very much associated with certain parts of Ireland, especially in the Midlands and more especially up there in Ulster. So, O'Neill essentially is based on that first name, Niall, which is still a very uh, popular boy's name today, around the world, in fact, in various guises. And we look at these two surnames through two very different stories. For O'Neill, we're going to go back all the way to the person who actually gave them their name in the first place, the descendants of Nile, and I'm talking there about the Nile of the Nine Hostages. And the first letter is called, Do You Carry Nile of the Nine Hostages DNA? And you might be surprised to find out that you do. The second letter then looks at a recent a uh, recently deceased, unfortunately, Irish singer, the very great Sinead O'Connor. And we're going to look at actually two parts of her name, both the first name Sinead and, of course, the surname O'Connor, which is what we're talking about today. So the second letter is called The Making of a Very Irish Name Sinead O'Connor. Along the way, we have lots of, I think, appropriate music and very joyful music that you'll very particularly enjoy. We're going to finish up with one of Sinead O'Connor herself, singing a song called The Foggy Jew. In the middle of the shows, we're going to actually go all the way over there to Galicia in northern Spain, and we're going to get a man called Carlos Núñez, and he's going to give us The Flight of the Earls. But we're going to start off with this piece of music, which is called O'Neill's Cavalry March. It's Sean Ariada here and it's a piece of music probably from sometime in the 1600s and is very much associated with the O'Neill clan and the O'Neill clan going into battle. So here we are O'Neill's Cavalry March.
0: to look at a very old irish boy's name it's one that's worked its way all around the world as both a first name a given name and also as a surname and the name is Niall. we spell it n-i-a-l-l here in ireland did you know that the name Niall means champion in old irish why don't we take a closer look at this important name in our irish culture Niall of the Nine hostages was a semi-historical Irish king who reigned sometime during the 5th century. And the legend goes that Niall received his hostage nickname when he conquered the five provinces of Ireland. Yes, we did have five back then. He also conquered some provinces in Britain and Scotland to become king. He then took a hostage from each province nine in total, to ensure that there'd be no trouble from any of them. The clan descendants of Nile became known as the E-Neil tribe in Ireland, meaning descendants of Nile. E-Neil is spelt ui FATHER ne FATHER I-L-L and that's the descendants of Nile, as I said. They later divided into two main branches, the northern E-Neils of Ulster, and the southern enales around what is now County Meath in the Midlands. Indeed, a DNA study carried out by Trinity College in Dublin established that the descendants of Nile may reach far beyond these two groups. He's likely to be the direct ancestor of three million men living today. This helps us to understand just how his name and legend proliferated in Ireland and abroad down through the centuries. Indeed, when the Vikings arrived in Ireland in the 1800s, they liked this Irish name Niall so much that they took it back to Scandinavia, where the spelling was N-J-A-L-L. This Scandinavian form of the name then was re-exported to places like England, and it eventually became Nigel, in I G E L, and it worked its way into surnames like Nielson, N-E-I-L-S-O-N, and Nelson. But let's take a look at the O'Neill surname. When Irish surnames came into use from about the 9th century onwards, the surname O'Neill, meaning descendant of Nile, came to prominence in many unrelated parts of Ireland. However, the surname is mostly associated with the E-Nail dynasties. As a result, the O'Neill surname is prominent in counties Tyrone, Antrim, and Derry, linked to the northern E Nails, as well as different O'Neill groupings in County Kerry, Kilkenny, Waterford, Carlow, and Cork. They certainly got about. A real all-Ireland surname. However, O'Neill is not the only surname to have come from the boy's name Nile. The MacNeill surname. M-C-N-E-I-L-L has roots in both Ireland and Scotland and MacNeill is a Gaelic patronomic meaning the son of Nile. The first immigrants to Ireland with the MacNeil surname came as Galloglasses or mercenary soldiers and they came to the northeast of Ireland in the 15th century. The surname is still found there in quantities to this day. And so it's turned out that the ancient Irish surname O'Neill, made famous by that semi-historical Irish king, Nile of the Nine Hostages, has found its way through Irish, Scottish, European and even world culture. So how about you? Have you seen, do you have a champion in your Irish family tree? Maybe you've spotted a Nile, a Neil or a Nigel or a no Neil or MacNeil, and maybe you've one of those who have tested for dna and the results have come back and show that you have a connection all the way back to nile himself nile of the nine hostages now if so wouldn't that be something to tell the grandkids
1: So that last letter was, Do you carry Nile of the Nine Hostages' DNA, read by Karina. Thanks very much, Karina. And just there we had a piece of music called The Flight of the Earls. And it was played by a man called Carlos Núñez on his uh, Galician pipes in northern Spain, very much a Celtic part of the world down there. Now, The Flight of the Earls itself is um, a title we give to a time back in the 1600s. Um, when, in fact, many of the actual chieftains of Ulster especially, especially the O'Donnells and the O'Neills, left Ireland for, I suppose, kind of they thought to go away and to actually get reinforcements to come back and regain their lands. But it turned out to be a time that in some ways marked the end of the Gaelic chieftainship in Ireland. So a bit sad when you think back on that particular time, but uh, again, very much an end of an era. So now we're actually going to move on from the surname O'Neill and onto one a surname that you would particularly find a little further down the island starting round about uh, in Connacht but you'll also find O'Connor's in many other parts of Ireland including County Clare or indeed down there in north of County Kerry and a few more places beside. So as I mentioned previously it's Sinead O'Connor the singer, uh, unfortunately lost her life there just uh, a few weeks ago as I record this particular episode. So I thought I'd actually put pen to paper and chat a little bit about both her first name, Sinead, and uh, how it came to be, as well as the actual surname, O'Connor. So here we have Karina with the making of a very Irish name, Sinead O'Connor.
0: We lost one of Ireland's great artists and singers recently, Sinead O'Connor. Much was written about her life and it's enough to say that the lady was a unique talent and died way too early. Today we'll honour Sinead's memory in a way that we know best by taking a look at her first name Sinead and her surname O'Connor. Meeting Sinead for the first time. One evening way back in 1987 I was working in a big city in South America and I found myself sharing a taxi with a couple from New York. Hey, you're from Ireland. We've just come across this wonderful Irish singer who lives in New York. Her name is Sinead O'Connor. Nope, never heard of her. But I knew that first name was probably Sinead. This was my first meeting with Sinead, but certainly not my last, and I became a fan of her interpretations of classic Irish songs such as the Foggy Jew and Danny Boy. Have you ever noticed that many Irish boys and girls' names start with the letter S, just like Sinead? You have girls' names like Sinead, Siobhan, or boys' names like Sean or Seamus. These names originated in Ireland sometime around the turn of the first millennium, 1000 AD, And they come from the French and English versions of many Biblical and Greek names. But the thing to notice about these names is that they start with a J, a letter which does not exist in the Irish language. So boys' names like the French name Jean became Sean in Irish and eventually John in English. James lost its J to become Seamus in Irish. The French name Jean became Siobhan where we put an S instead of the J in Irish and eventually became Joanne, Joan or Joanna in England. The French name Jeanette became Sinead in Irish and eventually became Jane or Janet in England. So all of these Irish names enjoyed a resurgence in Ireland from the 1960s onwards, and they would have been a popular choice for Sinead O'Connor's parents at the time. Now let's have a look at the O'Connor surname. Speaking of old Irish names for girls and boys, if you go back even further, you'll come across a wide range of names that have existed in Ireland for thousands of years. One example is the boy's name Crahur. that's how we say it colloquially here in Munster. It is spelt C-O-N-C-H-O-B-A-R. If you say it fast, it sounds like Connor, which is what it's known as today. It translates into English as a lover of hounds and was typical of many Irish names that described a physical feature of a person or a particular trait while hunting or on the battlefield. Due to the popularity of this boy's name, a number of unconnected Irish tribes evolved in Ireland with the title of Econachor, meaning descendants of Conachor. The most well-known of these tribes was the Econachor of Connacht, which provided us with the two last kings of Ireland. The name became anglicised over the years, first into O'Connor and sometimes the O was dropped, and they just became Connors. Of course, the boy's name of Curhoir eventually came back into use around the world with the simplified spelling of Connor, C-O-N-O-R. How about you? Do you have any O'Connor or Connors, or maybe a Connor in your Irish family tree, or maybe you have a Sinead, S-I-N-E for the A-D, Siobhan. S I O B H A for the N, Sean, S E A for the N, or Seamus, S E Father A -a M U S. So, to Sinead O'Connor, her presence and artistry will be greatly missed. However, every time I listen to the recordings she left behind, I'll hear those deep Irish roots coming out in that unique voice of hers. So here's to Sinead O'Connor. May she rest in peace.
1: the foggy dew there sung wonderfully I think by Sinead O'Connor and accompanied by the Chieftains both of which unfortunately we'll never actually see or hear live again but thankfully we've all that wonderful music of theirs that they took time to both compose and share with us down through the years and I'm certainly going to be dipping into that pool many many times going into the future So before that, so uh, we had the making of a very Irish name there, read by Karina Sinead O'Connor. And our first letter was there. Do you carry Nile of the Nine Hostages DNA? And looking a little bit more at the surname O'Neill. So the title of today's letter was Two Royal Families of Ireland, O'Neill and O'Connor. I hope you enjoyed today's show as much as I enjoyed sharing it with you. And uh, remember, as always, do take a few moments to leave a review. Tell us what you think of the show. Be you inside a forum at the moment, please just kind of pause when you finish to write a few notes. We'd really love to hear what you think of the show. Uh, Or indeed, if you're inside Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever, take a few moments, leave a rating, whatever works for you. So that's it from myself, Mike Collins, for this week, and from Karina, of course. And until we chat again next week, Salon for now